Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Uh, it's rolling great. I, we should, I guess, mention up top. First, we're talking about the, the Atlanta Falcons today. We will get to guests very soon. And we're just yeah. pumping on the first few without guests while we... Yeah, we're talking at 1.15 in the time. morning on, mm-hmm. on what day is it today? Thursday? Both on the East Wednesday? Coast. Wednesday? Wednesday. Should we have done a live 32 Fans episode last night? There was discussion of that. There was this. Well, wait, well, I didn't really was, think about well, it. Well, we sort of did. We put it on Facebook. No, but I mean, like a football one after like 32, a 32 yeah. minute. Episode. I mean, I often talked about doing pretty, pretty, pretty good, but it was pretty late and people were getting rides with other people. And... That's true. That's true. People. Peter. Yeah. Um, but I, that, I, how do you think it went? We, this is the first uh, record after the soda tournament, which might not be heard for a little while. I'm sure it'll take a yeah. minute to edit. Although you can go on our Facebook group and watch about the last two thirds of it. If you want, yeah, well, until unedited. the very end. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> then you, you stopped short. You stopped short. Um, honestly, and this is not to say. Isn't that it, your move? Yeah, that is my move. It, it was a little bit. The analogy I gave is it's sort of like your own wedding in that, mm-hmm. you know, you can never really enjoy your own wedding as much as you True. can. Like a sibling. We're trying to friends. like uh, hopefully other people have fun, you know, too, too, yeah, too many balls in the air. Folks, like there were so many people there. There was people there that I've known online, but never met in person. Like sure. Amanda, JCR, like I, uh, Jacob, Naomi, I wanted to like, you know, get to talk to them more. I didn't really have any time. But you couldn't. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Too, too much chaos going on. Uh, now, that whole crowd I just mentioned sort of formed a, a, a click for a, a specific soda and, and had it for voting. Yes, they, they yeah. had they were a voting block. That is true. Yeah. Well, but I had a good time. Yeah. No, I had a good we time. Got, we sure. got to we got to think I would definitely do it again. We got to think of our next food. What I, we, what, zag, we zag a little. What I liked so much more about Minneapolis, like with the ice cream tournament is because it was like a whole two days together. Yeah. So even if like during the ice cream tournament, I didn't have time to chat with anybody, but there was a yeah. lot of other opportunities. All right. So maybe maybe next time we'll do a more formal dinner beforehand. Yeah. Uh, first uh, or, or we'll do a whole 32 fans. Uh, you know, uh, well, maybe we'll do another trip one day when uh, COVID's over. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll piggyback on Renap again. Well, actually, Renap piggybacked on 32 fans that time. But yeah. Yeah, that is true. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, we will. Uh, all right. We'll think about it. But it was at least fun to have like an event after two years, basically, where it wasn't possible. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's a lot of people. Hopefully not who, a super spreader event. A lot of people that I saw for the first time. A lot of people who I saw for the first time in a long time. So mm-hmm. all that was very exciting for sure. Yeah. I mean, we hadn't seen each other. When no, we I had seen. I other. saw you in May. I saw you more recently than I saw anyone else there. Just about. Why? Where, where did we go out to dinner in Israel? No, we went out to lunch. Remember or in Jerusalem? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, so, oh yeah, we walked around. Oh, that was very recent. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I saw, my brain is a mashed yeah. potato. Uh, other than a couple of the people there who you know are, are local friends of mine who live like in my town or one town over. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. I had seen you the most recently. Yeah, there's a lot of people out who like probably live two blocks from me that I haven't seen in in like a mm. year. Yeah. Um. All right. Let's let's get into the Atlanta Falcons because I have a, I have some takes here. This is an interesting team. Yeah, well, uh, I think we're fine without a fan of the Falcons. Also, no, I I think it's like pretty. I mean, all right. So the headlines are. Julio Jones gone. Well, hold on. Arthur second. Smith is a new look, coach. I want, before we get to that, you just said it's an interesting team. I'm going to object. I'm going to say this is a team that hasn't been 500 in four years mm-hmm. because they have big names sort of with fantasy relevance. And now I it's think, just one big name, really. I think people tend to overrate them. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is an interesting team at all. I think this is a very boring team who has a very limited range of possibilities this year. Well, yeah, I don't. I, I agree. But maybe there's what to discuss in 32 minutes. Um I listen, there's a reason we're not going necessarily 32 to one, but this is a t- what's the, what's the Falcons ranking? I know um, it's in the podcast title. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone else knows except for me. I got to look it up right now. Mm-hmm. You look it up. But yeah, I, I know it's not good. There's one. They're definitely near the bottom. We, yeah, we started not, with not, the bottom not two. And... We're not going in direct order, but yeah. OK. Well, give um, me some of your other headlines while I look it up. OK, so I mean, Arthur Smith, I, you know, one of my pet peeves is a guy getting hired F off of one year of good offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Arthur Smith had two years of really good offensive coordinating, really on with both sides of the, you know, not with with, uh, you know, both asset aspects of, of offensive football where Derrick Henry turned into a superstar and Ryan Tannehill looked like a pro bowler. Uh, you know, the magic worked two years in a row. Arthur Smith's CV is other than that is pretty shallow. It's, you know, assistant tight end coach, tight end coach for a while until through 2018. And then he gets to be an OC for two years. But really, this is a guy who had the title of administrative assistant in 2010 and mm. was is but, that what you call like secretaries? <laughs> yes. Like at Ole Miss even. But yeah. but he. Uh, he's a young guy who might be a prodigy. He's he's mm. one year older than us. He's born in 82. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the sky's the limit for his upside, I think, as a coach, like what he did in Tennessee with fine but not spectacular personnel necessarily is definitely impressive yeah but here's my issue and by the way to answer your question uh, as, as everyone except for you and i already know atlanta yeah. is number 29 and i have him ranked 29 you're 25 so you're a little bit higher okay. my issue with arthur smith is so he comes in as the new head coach and he's also his own oc calling plays like he did in tennessee in tennessee he built this run first offense around derrick henry he doesn't have a derrick henry in atlanta um on the other right. hand he took Ryan Tannehill and put together consecutive career years. Matt Ryan, while still a name in a way that the Tannehill certainly was not when um, when Arthur Smith, you know, did up until what Arthur Smith did the last two years. And, and by the way, Matt Ryan, in my opinion, should be in the Hall of Fame one day. I have him ranked 25th all time, one spot ahead of Warren Moon. What's your take on that? Do you think he's a Hall of Famer? Yes. I mean, he, you know, one of the most consistent guys ever. He doesn't seem like a Hall of Famer. But then you look at the numbers and the relative numbers, even relative to era and the MVP, and, and well, then you realize, oh, he is. Yeah. I mean, guys like Ryan are going to have a really solid back end of their career if they stay healthy, where they're just going to put up, you know, 4,500 yard seasons because they get 17 games. Also, mm. a guy I like Ryan, they, who I, I think people might accidentally. Like, I hope people don't compare him to like Matt Stafford. He's infinitely better than Matt Stafford. I don't think like anybody that. disagrees with that. I don't think uh, we're, we're. I mean, the last two career, years, not, though, not where they are in 2021. The last two years, he's been outplayed by Matthew St- by by Ryan Tannehill. Though. Well, so let's talk. Well, yeah, a lot of people. Have, but let's talk. So he's coming off consecutive seasons where he was below average, which means he's three years removed from his last good season, five years removed from that epic MVP performance. And now he's 36. Um, mm-hmm. 
Now, last year we saw an unexpected resurgent MVP performance from 37 year old Aaron Rodgers. Um, but first of all, Rodgers, while not great, you know, from 2017 to 19, was still better than, than Ryan's been the last two years. And of course, Rodgers much better over the course of his entire career. My, Matt Ryan just lost Julio Jones. He just lost Alex Mack, his Pro Bowl mm-hmm. center. Uh, he's adding Kyle Pitts, and we'll talk about that one soon. But like, what reason do we have to think that Matt Ryan is going to bounce back and have another Pro Bowl caliber season? I mean, at age well, it would have to be coaching. It would have you'd have to tie it into Arthur Smith. That like okay. they just what they were doing was getting tired. And yeah. I mean, I, have we seen his skill set diminish? Well, I haven't seen any statistical statistical analysis that like he just can't throw deep anymore. Well, so I looked up every single quarterback in NFL history. And mm-hmm. I was looking for examples of guys who in their mid thirties had consecutive subpar seasons and then bounced back with a Pro Bowl caliber season. The and how year. are you defining subpar seasons in that uh, sub 100 CQBR plus? OK, fine. OK, but you any other stat, whatever, if you want to use a different, whatever that and, mm-hmm. and Ryan's pretty close. He was at 98, 99 the last two years. But the point is, you know, he was he was not a great quarterback. Um, the only examples I could find were Brett Favre. 2005 and 2006, his off seasons, 2007, which ends up being his last year in Green Bay. He has the resurgence, takes him to the championship game against the Giants. And Carson Palmer, who 2012 and 13 stinks, 2014 has those great six games, gets injured, and then 2015 comes back and again is great the whole season. Um, another kind of example is Randall Cunningham with the 98 Vikings, but he had been out of football completely. It's, he wasn't like starting the previous years and not being good. He just was basically out of football, so it's a little bit different. So like what Matt Ryan's trying to do has been done before, but it's very rare. And so I'm a little bit skeptical, even with the coach, um, that he can do it. The problem is he's being paid to do it. Like he has the sixth highest salary among quarterbacks. He's being paid to be a superstar elite quarterback. And he hasn't been that for two years and he's headed in the wrong direction. Okay. So Ryan, this is his age 36 season, mm-hmm. Matt Ryan. Um, by the way, his 2019 and 2020 are eerily similar. Other than the fact that they were competitive in 2019 and four and 12 last year. Yeah. 408 completions in 19, 407 in 20, oh, okay. Six, 16 <laughs> passes. In 19, 626 and 20. Now, he did play an extra game in 2020. He, he sat out. Oh, okay. Was it the last game of 2019? I forget which game. No, he, he missed the game in the middle of the year where Matt Schaub played and threw for four. Oh, minutes. the Matt Schaub game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, his completion percentage, which was 66.2, which isn't even great for him, went down to 65 this year. Yeah. Uh, by the way, his completion close. percentages and, you know, which could ultimately be the thing that gets him the Hall of Fame. Uh, just the first number, 68, 67, 66, 66, 69, 64, 69, 66, 65. So, yeah, I would look at completion percentage plus on pro football reference to compare that to Aaron. But yeah, still mm-hmm. not good. Uh, at touchdowns, 26 both years and interceptions, 14, one year, 11 the other year. But those, you know, that there could be a lot of dropped interceptions. Same yards, yards per attempt, um, you know, uh, almost identical quarterback rating. His QBR, for whatever reason, is much higher in 2020 than it was in 2019. Mm. So and by the way, just so his CQ, his CQBR plus, which is relative to error, of course, he was 99.8 in 2019, which means he was basically a league average quarterback, just a little bit below. And then mm-hmm. last year, 97.9. So about 2% below average last year. Yeah. And that completion percentage index, which peaked with a league best 128 once um, and was 122 two years ago. And that's out of a scale of 100. We're being over 100. Well, yeah, like, it's like OPS plus. Yeah. His average so is 20% above average. 107 and 103 the last two years. So he's still yeah. above average, but he's, he's not sensational Barely. anymore. Yeah. Uh, OK, so now Julio Jones out. And the truth is, it's not a terrible time. To, I think Julio will still have a good year, but like, it's not a terrible time to, you know, ditch Julio Jones. It's Kyle a Pitts massive in. hole across from Calvin Ridley. Massive. Yeah. Last um, year, when Julio yeah. was on the field, Matt Ryan was fourth in the NFL in yards per drop back. When Julio was off okay. the field, as he will be all year, 28th. That's, that's, a, that's a crater. So like Kyle Pitts is going to be good. 
right? Everyone says he's going to be good. As you pointed out, Arthur Smith is like a tight end specialist coach. But is he immediately going to be the superstar that people have projected him to become? Like immediately? Well, all right. So all. one one tight end in history with a thousand yard season was Mike Ditka 60 years. Yeah. Ago. As a rookie. Yes. <laughs> that was so by the way, that was my trivia question for you. I'm disappointed that you already knew that. Yeah. Um, no, because I, I went through, remember, 500, 600 of the oh. players. For, yeah. Um, but, but, but hold on. Do but, not but, play. But the, but the guy starting, I mean, he's going to be more in the middle of the field. He, he plays in the slot. But he plays wide out, I think, like 25 percent of the time. But like the guy who's going to be starting out wide opposite Calvin Ridley is Olamide Zacchaeus, who's first of all, he's tiny. He's like five foot eight. He has 23 career catches. Yeah. Right. And he's day one. And again, one of the things that I think is like a theme, if you're thinking about your team or any other team is like, 17 game season that's going into February with and plus, um, you know, like last year, we have seven teams, you know, six, six teams out of seven that need to play, you know, an, an extra playoff game, a fourth playoff game if they're going to the Super Bowl. Very long season, 21 games for yeah. you know, possibly. And to, and to your point, by the way, the Falcons were the third healthiest team in football last year. Mm-hmm. And even and with that great 12. injury luck, they went for yeah. 12. Yeah. What, so I'm saying like one of the things I've been telling other Jet fans with, with you know, with Denzel Mims is, you know, who was a second round pick last year and now looks like they might cut him or something. It's like, well, you need a lot of receiver depth because it's going to be a long season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there there will occasionally be a linebacker who's useful or maybe a guard if you want to trade a mid round pick like that's available. There are very rarely good receivers that are just hanging around, you know? Yeah. So they're hard to pick up mid-year. Now, I'm and curious. If, they added yeah. Cordero Patterson, um, the greatest gift turner in NFL history, an all-pro each of the last two years in Chicago. Um, no reason he can't keep that up. And he's been used in a variety of ways offensively by different coaches. Bill Belichick started using him as a running back. We saw that in Chicago as well. Do you think Arthur Smith will have some use for Cordero Patterson? I mean, I'm sure that was the plan, offense? but he also, like, there's a reason why Cordero probably usually does not get used as, like, an every-down receiver. Yeah, well, um, yeah. I mean, I, I had him on the Vikings for years. Yeah, he's not. I mean, where would you? Yeah, like Ridley is Ridley's not Julio Jones, but Ridley is a he's legitimate a top 10, number top one. Yeah, yeah, he's a number one. Yeah, uh, you know, he's probably better. Would you rather have Ridley or or Thielen for just this year? Obviously, Ridley's younger, so you'd rather have Ridley. Uh, probably Ridley, but I can't separate the age close. thing very because close. it's it's a it's an injury risk thing. Mm-hmm. Thielen is better hands, but uh, you know, Ridley's uh, you know, probably more dynamic downfield. Thielen's okay, so, better in the red zone. So in Smith's offense. Running back thrived the last yeah, two years. But they don't have Derrick Henry. That's an understatement. I think they have the worst running backs in the NFL. Their starter is Mike Davis, like the backup yeah. the career. Now, backup. Mike Davis, like, did well in fantasy. And I think yes. people think of him <laughs> as, like, competent. And he does catch passes, like, very short passes. But yeah, look, but he was also numbers in last year. built around Christian McCaffrey. So he was just going to play that role. So he was right, gonna first get of all, it. he's old. He's an old running back. He is, yeah. he is turning 28. He is 28. And he's never started, um, I think, even five games in a year before last year. Before last year, yeah, six was his max. Okay, mm. so here are his numbers last year. 165 for 642, six touchdowns. Yeah. 3.9 yards a carry. Not great. Again, that's the Panthers offense that, you know, what were McCaffrey's numbers per carry? Probably better than 3.9. Yeah. Um, he did catch 59 passes, but only for 373 yards, two touchdowns. Um, yeah, that's his career year, and he's 27. I... I mean, there might be a worse. Now, quarterback sometimes situation. we see a guy who's been a backup forever, like Justin Forsett, for example, in Seattle. He's a backup mm-hmm. forever. He goes to Baltimore at around the same age and all of a sudden breaks on his 1200 yards. And in that respect, never having touched the ball is almost an advantage because they're healthier, even though you're older. But I don't um, yeah, I don't really see him. But Justin Forsett also in limited time showed a lot more potential, I think, than Mike Davis. And if Mike Davis isn't good, they're probably not going to go to Cordell. But right now, the backup is a guy I've never heard of. Kadri Allison. 
53 yeah. career rushing yards. I think they signed Dante Foreman pretty recently. Deonta. Yeah, he's a guy everyone's picked up. Yeah, Kadri Allison had one carry last year. He was a fifth round pick in 2019. Yeah. Uh, he did carry the ball 22 times in his rookie year, but only four, four to 50 yards. So that's not great. Uh, he's six one two thirty two. So what is Arthur Smith's plan here? Well, I think he knows he has a year. Listen, this is I don't want to say it's a rebuilding year because you have a 35 year old quarterback, 36 year old quarterback. OK, so to that point. Well, OK, so actually, other than Matt, I mean, Ryan, we're talking about this team early for a reason, like they're not good. Yeah. You want to talk about like, well, Let's try and focus on the strengths for a second. Calvin Ridley and Kyle Pitts, if Kyle Pitts is good, automatically they have above average receiving talent, right? Gage is competent. You know, uh, we'll find he... somebody between uh. between Zacchaeus and Tajay Sharp. Like, there are teams that would... Ta- that Tajay would Sharp, could, the Vikings have nobody, and Tajay Sharp couldn't make the team as a third receiver last year. And the Vikings have two receivers and nobody. Uh, at, you know, the truth is Hayden Hurst, who's their backup tight end, could start for a lot of teams also. He's not bad. Yeah, I do think I do. Yeah, I do think they can do some interesting things. The offensive line is not bad. They have a franchise left tackle and Jake, Jake Matthews. The, the inside of the line is a little tricky. Caleb and Gary got much better last year. at Right tackle. Um, Chris Litchum is fine at guard, but the other two spots are a mess, right? They 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 lose their center. They're replacing with Matt Hennessy, who's not good, and they don't really have any other options. Now, they did draft. No. So they drafted two interior offensive linemen, I think, in the third and fourth rounds. Yeah. If they hit on one of them, then they have four fifths of a solid offensive line. Well, hold if on. They hit on so, both. Hold on. Yeah. So you're saying that all these rookies are going to be hits immediately? Like that's not how it works. Come on. No, no. no. I'm just uh, so. Yeah. If they if they hit on if they hit on both, then um, both of their young not not rookies but both of their young offensive linemen, then they have a really good offensive line. If they hit on neither, they have a massive hole uh, on the interior line. Yeah. Um, but but the problem is like their offense could still be really good and they'll be a bad team, I think. Yeah, they have a very bad defense because the defense is really bad. Yeah, it's a bottom yeah. five defense for sure. Yeah. Arthur Smith brought in Dean Pease from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Grady Jarrett is very good. And Deion Jones is very good. I think that's about it. Yeah. I think, but I think also everyone... those are not guys with a lot of upside. Those are aging guys. First their of all, secondary like, is terrible. You're the best player on your team is a middle linebacker, basically, other than Matt Ryan. You think secondary is really bad. Terrell's okay. uh, Duran Harmon's not good. What happened to your top tens from last year? You giving us top tens or no? I will give you some top tens, but we're not Mm. starting here with the Falcons. I mean, I could give you the top ten right now. Ryan's one. No, he's not. Matt Ryan's not even close. You you said you said a few minutes ago they're not really rebuilding because they have a 35 year old quarterback. No, I don't agree. They are rebuilding. They're going to be bad this year and worse next year. The only reason Matt Ryan is here is because of his contract. Right. So this is basically a team that um, when they made that Julio trade in what was it, 2011, they basically from that point forward said, all right, we're going stars and scrubs. And they haven't really emerged from that like aging slap slash depth slash lack of but, draft pick but problem. They can't really bottom out. I mean, they can. They went four and 12 last year. They go four and 13 this year. And yeah. Get, like, the third or fourth pick in the draft. They but it's harder to bottom out when you have an offense that's going to be able to move the football probably. But why do you think they will? Like they have the worst running backs in football. They have a 35 year old, 36 year old blow average. Because there's going to be they other bad one teams. reasonable receiver. There's going to be. Up, and their offense was better last year. They had Julio. Their offense was better last year than it's going to be this year. And they went 4-12. Right? Yeah. I mean, they're in a tricky division because they have they have Sam Darnold in their division. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they have James Winston. Him and Jameis Winston are going to look great against the secondary. They, say, I'm going to make a prediction right here. Here's my hot take. Sam Darnold and Jameis Winston. When you line up their games played this year from best to worst, one through 17, if they are how mm-hmm. many games they play, yeah, their games against Atlanta will both be t- top three games on the season for them. 
And Darnold opens against the Jets, who like don't have NFL cornerbacks <laughs> on their team. Um, um, yeah, I just I mentioned before like how Matt Ryan has like you know the sixth highest cap hit this year. Next year and to and the year after, he has the. But highest, to be fair, like he'll get passed by five more guys. In the yeah, but he, he he as of right now, he has the highest cap hits in the NFL the next two years. And if the Falcons cut him this offseason, which people are assuming they will, unless something magical happens, they have a forty-one million dollars. No, I don't think they can year. cut him. Well, they can't forty-one million. But by the way, this year. They have 20. Matt Ryan's million. not the problem on this team right now. You can you can see, but I agree. Matt Ryan for two more years. But but they how they, do you find even if you think he's an average NFL quarterback? Yeah, and I don't think you could say he's worse than that. You can't necessarily find the locked in average NFL quarterback in the draft. But this is a team you don't other, have. A they they only have there. one starter other than Ryan over the age of 30. This is a team that is trying to rebuild. This is a team. Yeah, but right. the core is not a championship core. It's not like the two to 53 is great. Yeah, they, and, they need and, to bottom out. That's the point. And so getting rid of Matt Ryan wouldn't hurt them. It's just the money. Thing. So this year, oh yeah. listen, if Ryan year, gets hurt yeah. and AJ McCarron or Felipe Franks play, then this AJ is the worst McCarron's team in the NFL. Thirties, isn't he? What the hell is he doing? Uh, yeah, but this, this would be then become the worst team in the NFL. This team's goal, I think, is to draft a quarterback. Yeah, in McCarron the top is, five is next turning year. thirty-one, by the way. Right. I think their goal is to draft a quarterback in the top five next year. I think Arthur if they Smith start, start one and four, that's their goal. I don't think that would be a, mm. their stated goal right now. Okay, their stated goal right now is to make the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. Well, how about that, this? But... What if Arthur? Oh, right. best case scenario. Let's let's you know let's let's do the Super Bowl thing. Can this okay? team win the Super Bowl? Okay. Can this team win the Super Bowl? Well, no, but how would this team win the Super okay. Bowl? Okay. So first of all, everybody? teams winning at halftime win eighty percent of their games. Mm-hmm. Last year, the Falcons were winning at halftime in nine games. They went four and five in those games. Okay. Those five blown second half leads, the sixth most for any team in the last thirty years. They blew wow. five fourth quarter leads with under two minutes. Yeah, I mean, they were not a four and 12 town team. Then. Yeah, they were bad, but they were. I think their scoring difference was minus 18 or something. Yeah. So they were seven like a seven and 19. They had the okay. toughest schedule in the NFL last year based on DVOA. Mm-hmm. You have the Super Bowl champs in their division. They had Drew Brees. Yeah, they went two and eight in one score games. So all of that reverting to the mean, you have, you know, they win a couple more games. Um, so maybe they're like a 500 team. And then Sam Darnold fails in Carolina. New Orleans creators without Drew Brees. 44-year-old Tom Brady gets hurt. Suddenly, Matt mm-hmm. Ryan, best QB Maybe in someone the has to win the division. Yeah, he's the best QB in the division by default. So they go 10-7. and seven. They win the division. By January, Kyle Pitts is, is better than Mike Dicka in 1961. And he and Ridley just dominated the playoffs, and they go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. All that's possible. Yeah. But much more likely is this year, with Matt Ryan here, and this is why I think Matt Ryan's here, they already have $22 million in dead cap, which I think is like seventh worst in the league. Next year, already, without Ryan, they already have $16 million in dead cap. A lot of that thanks to Julio Jones. This is a team that I think is built to suck this year and built to suck next year. So it's a rough start for Arthur Smith. I think really the plan is bottom out, bite the bullet with Matt Ryan and draft a quarterback in either this year or next year. I, th- I think that's really the plan. And Arthur Smith gets to start over. Like Arthur Smith is not going to make the playoffs with Matt Ryan as his quarterback. Well, it's hard because, you know, it, coaches, if you go four and 13 and five and 12, two years in a row, like you're not guaranteed a third year anyway. Well, spoiler so alert for the it, team we're talking about tomorrow, but yeah. That's, no, you're right. Smith's Smith's plan is not to lose. That I can promise you. Yes. The front office, like yes. I'm sure, has coaches, a backup plan. Coaches and lose. players, coaches and players in the NFL never tank. They I don't even think the I the I don't even think the front office is tanking. I think that they have a a plan B, which involves tanking. But I think like they would if you said, hey, you can go nine and eight and get the seventh spot in the playoffs. They would they kill for that. Yeah. This is a team also by the way, scheduling, second. although their schedule won't be as hard as it was last year when it was worse in DVOA. They only have they're playing 17 games and they only have seven home games this year. Well, they're yeah, they're playing the Jets in London. The Jets first they're playing London the Jets in London, but that counts as a home game And their 17th game is, is a road game. So I, they really got screwed. That is interesting. Yeah, uh, we could go there over their schedule if you want. But I was also thinking with Atlanta. I don't uh, first of all, 
I do think this division, and we haven't ranked the divisions yet, isn't that good. Yes. That's like, I, I know the Bucks like, could be the best team in the NFL, but I think the Saints are being widely overrated and the Panthers stink. So, like, they could accidentally, you know, bottom their way into eight and nine or seven and ten in a terrible division. Okay. I also think uh, with who's the who's the uh, defensive coordinator? Dean Pease. Oh, you said they brought over Dean Pease. And who's yeah. Smith's OC? I think he's his own OC. He's the owner. He's his own. Yeah. Listen, that's a lot of responsibility for a 38 year old. I'm 37 and I could barely drink sodas. How are you <laughs> feeling, by the way, uh, after not, I calculate, I think we had close to 100, probably about 95 sips of soda last night. Yeah. Right. Because if you, you know, 32 matchups in, yeah. in or 31 matchups in the bracket. I some scotch in there. I mixed some olives in there. You, I, you also tricked me and, and gave me at least one scotch, which I oh, that wasn't me. That was not me. whiskey. That was yeah. not me. I had nothing to do with it. I did not know. Mm hmm. That was um, I think I think that was Tony and Eric. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway, I, I think that. Um, Can we play some schedule know. game? Can yeah, let's play the schedule me? game. OK. Um, do you think you're not going to have Matt Ryan in your fantasy teams this year? No, I mean, it's possible I will. I mean, I guess you can't really control it in the 16 teamers. Yeah, in a 16 team, you, you, yeah, you grab who you grab. Yeah, I don't you know what who you get be. and you don't get. There are no rules in that 16 team league about like only two quarterbacks, right? No, you can. I mean, A.B. Sutton, who actually won last year and has, and has made the finals both years. So I don't think it's because of this. But I mean, you know, is it correlation or causation? I think he drafts three quarterbacks intentionally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you, you weaken one of those teams and we've won. Yeah, there's, but there's no trades in this league. And so you can't use no it for leverage. And mm -hmm. then the, yeah, the rest of the team is. Uh, yeah. Um, OK, so let's do the schedule game for the Falcons. I also think. Uh, with with Atlanta, first of all, I like the the three preseason games. It's so nice that there's only three because also like there's we're more likely to see decent players and maybe, you know, the, the first game was always such a I joke. Mean, we should really have two. If you look at sort of the ratio of preseason and it's insane. They used to have six, by the way. They used to the, have six. Yeah, yeah I've, I've mentioned that before. Yeah. Um, but like if you look at the ratio of preseason to regular season games in the other sports, there should really be two. I know, but then they'd have to give up. Basically, what they're doing now is that they, 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 they used to a sell you for preseason. Yeah, they yeah. used to sell you eight regular season two preseason. Yeah. Now they're selling you eight and a half and one and a half, which yeah. is oh, much more palatable to this for sure. Holder. Yeah, as a season ticket holder, yeah, preseason games are garbage. I mean, the yeah. fourth game, nobody of relevance ever plays anyway. So they've the yeah. question is, is the third game going to become that this time, or will they play? You know, we don't know yet what teams are going to do. I mean, they're season. not giving up their revenue, so they're not cutting the third preseason game. It's well, of no I, harm yeah. to them. Yes, yeah, so I think they would only cut it if they were going to add another you know initially the plan was to go to 18 not 17 obviously this right is if they do go to 18 then they'll definitely cut the... yeah that's not happening anytime soon i don't think so yeah. okay so uh and they do not play the titan they play the titans in their first preseason game this friday or i don't know when this episode is airing but the first friday of the preseason but they are not scheduled to play julio jones and arthur smith's old team during now, the a lot of our listeners that would have, have to be the super bowl a lot of our listeners are big gamblers on nba summer league and have been just you know collecting cash printing money Mm -hmm. um, so I haven't looked at the line for that preseason game, but if there's a money line, I would absolutely take the the uh, Falcons to win that game because Arthur Smith and Dean Pease are going to make sure to get a W against their former team in a meaningless preseason game. But what, don't you think the players like, oh, you know, he didn't play me or something. The players will be motivated. Well, what, the players on the Falcons weren't on the Titans. Oh, you're no, saying I'm saying don't Titans? you think the Titans players would be no, because the Titans good players aren't going to be playing very long. And I think that that Arthur Smith will keep his players out longer. Ah, I hear you. He and Brable has no motivation. He probably likes Arthur Smith. Yeah. Probably gave him a good, uh, good review. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I think so. I absolutely am predicting uh, for the first time ever on this podcast, we're making a preseason game prediction. Uh, it's a lock, stone cold lock. Send wow. all your money. And if, if my if I'm wrong, I'll have to change my name on, on WhatsApp for a day. We're, 
Free yeah. money alert. Yeah, we're going to have to come up with a betting system. Where'd Bill Simmons go, by the way? Is he on vacation or something? No, he, he just did. Um, He just did the 200th episode. of. But people uh, are saying that uh, people are saying that he that it's like taped and he like is going away for a couple of weeks before the football. Season. I think I think he did reference that. Yeah, he went on vacation after the NBA free agency. And OK, yeah, I, I like the idea of scheduling your vacations around the NBA free agency when you do not really work in or around the NBA. Yeah, but he kind of does. I get I, that's true. Yeah. OK, uh, hold on a second. Uh, you work less around sports than Bill Simmons does, and you make your vacations around like true. sports, sport oh, calendar. That's true. I definitely and, and yeah, your weddings and your cousins, so do I. So does everybody. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. That's true. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're gonna start the schedule. I mean, we might get bombed in the middle, but you know that's part of the fun. Well, I the week one. This is a real like loser leaves town match. Mm. The Falcons, the Falcons hosting the the Eagles. Like one of these teams is getting off to a rough start when they're supposed to be bad. These are oh. two. Bottom Jay, 10 teams. Yeah, these are two teams whose quarterbacks will never start another playoff game for their teams. Wow. I mean, the one thing I was thinking of before um, is like the Ryan story of the 28 to three. Now that it appears that he'll probably never win the Super Bowl, at least with Atlanta or with anybody yeah, or at all. Yeah, because if he redeemed himself, it's like, oh, well, that goes away a little bit. But blowing it now will get more and more painful, especially if the Falcons bottom out for a couple of years. Yeah. Now, did you watch the Mal? I'm, I assume you didn't just drop today. The Malice of the just dropped. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I'm way behind. I haven't watched the show or listened yeah. to the podcast in six weeks. Basically. So I remember this at the time, but it wasn't it's not like a thing that really sticks in his legacy the way that the show really drives it home, which is Reggie Reggie Miller losing out on his opera because, of course, the previous year, the Pacers had the best record in the NBA. They won 61 games. Mm-hmm. Um, they were by consensus, probably the third best team or so behind the Wolves, uh, the Lakers, maybe the Pistons. I don't know. Um, of course, you mentioned in, the Wolves won. I remember the Wolves in the title game that year. But the Wolves had the one seed in the much better conference that year, had the unanimous MVP and came into the following season as the second highest odds to win the title. Mm -hmm. Maybe even highest. I have to double check that. So, yes, there's a reason I mentioned the Wolves. Then they cratered and only won 46 games because Charles Spiro had to put food on his his family's plate. But, um, yes, I mentioned them for a reason. Um, Now, what were we talking about? I don't remember anymore. I had to get defensive as you accuse me of falsely bringing up. The oh, so the mouth of the house documentary. Oh, oh, no, yeah. Just just that like Reggie Miller's legacy is so different because they quite they would have had a reasonable chance of winning the title if not for the mouth of the palace and all the suspensions. And if they win the title, Reggie Miller goes out as a winner. Now, of course, he wasn't the star on that team. He was, you know, like the fifth best player at that point or sixth best player or something like that. But he still gets that ring for his legacy. So, yeah, but we don't. Yeah, but when we talk about Reggie Miller never winning a ring, we talk about. You know, we talk about maybe losing in the Western Conference Finals to the Bulls in 98. We talk about losing the NBA Finals to the Lakers in 2000. We never talk about 2004 as much as we maybe should. I guess I don't think that team was winning a title, but I agree. They, I mean, they were definitely a good I team. Mean, they they had they had the best record the year before, and I think they might have had the best record at the point when the Malice of the Palace happened. So they mm-hmm. had at least what a 20% chance, by the way. We've for sure been bombed. So we we did not do the schedule game. For the Are you sure we started after 110? Um, I look at the times on Zoom and I wrote down 136 and now it's 205. So that's what is that? Oh, 31 minutes. Oh, maybe we have to be bombed. I don't know. Sure. So should we keep talking just in case? I never know until afterwards because I don't pay that much attention. Okay, fine. Yeah, next time we should we should start writing down. All right, who but who's gonna win the Falcons Eagles game week one? Yeah, that's how the stuff podcast came out. My prediction is that both those teams are drafting the top five next year and one or both new quarterbacks, support, you think? and one or both of them drafts a quarterback. I guess the Falcons will win that game. I'll give them a win. And they have to go to Tampa the next week. And yeah, those. that's a loss. And for sure now we've been bombed. So can we uh, wrap this up? Yeah. Okay. That's the wrap. You it up sure we've been point. bombed? Yeah. What if happens not, if we haven't been bombed? What do you do? Sometimes that happens where the episode's like 31 and a half minutes and I have to find a clip to put in or I. I... Well, this is certainly awkward after what we just said. 
But apparently sometimes I have the same clock management skills as your mediocre run-of-the-mill NFL head coach, soon to be fired. And so you want to know what happens when we're a little bit short? We get to listen to some clips, and usually I try to be more subtle, but here I'm going to be pretty explicit. So why don't we listen to a couple of the Falcons' uh, local radio clips from the end of Super Bowl 52 and see how they were feeling at that time. 11.08 to go in the first overtime. They'll toss it to White, right side. White will cut back, and he will. Wait, wait, what, what does he do? What is, the suspense is killing me. What does James White do there? Does anyone remember? Does anyone in Atlanta remember? Does Matt Ryan remember? Does Reggie Miller remember? I don't know why I bring up Reggie Miller here. Just watched uh, Malice at the Palace today. The Patriots score 31 straight points and a crushing defeat for Atlanta. We'll also have to do an ad at some point. Yeah, but not every single episode because I think we owe them like four a month or five a month, something like that. And we're dropping mm-hmm. 32 episodes this month. So, yeah. So, in theory, we don't owe them an ad. On the other hand, <laughs> still short on this episode. I don't know. I thought I had more to say about the Falcons, but I guess I didn't. Sorry about that, guys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.